Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Georgia, does Gigi need her own microphone now in here? <laughs> she might. It's like she's silent when she's outside. And as soon as she gets in here, she's like, let me speak. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice having Gigi with us every time we record these podcasts. She's just part of the crew, isn't she I now? I know. She's going to be like a DJ in no time, isn't she? I'm so, to the headphones. I'm so like... Uh, as well, like, can't believe how big she's getting. Like, it's only know. two weeks since I saw her last, and she's grown loads. I know, she's getting bigger now, bless her. And is, is the new milk working? Well, do you know what we did? We literally just went back to the old milk. <laughs> oh, we just we? went back to the pre made, and I'm just sticking on the pre made. And you know what? If it's not broke, don't fix it. Good. Costing a little bit more, though? Oh, way more. Oh, dear. But, you know, it's such a short amount of time, you just got to do what you got to do. Fair enough. She <laughs> looks like she's thriving on it, so well done, yeah, you. Yeah, she's all good. I'm so excited about our chat today because we are going to be discussing co-parenting. I know, it's really exciting. It's something that we've never spoken about before. You obviously have quite a lot of experience with it from the other side. Yes. Um, I've got friends who are going through it or have been through it um, and it's worked and sometimes it's not worked. So, um, so like, why don't you tell everybody about kind of what, what's going on your end? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely... A subject that I've kept quite personal because it's really not my place to kind of divulge too much about it. But obviously, my husband has um, has an ex, and she's the mother of Isla, and they've definitely been on a journey with their co-parenting, and uh, you know, as highs and lows, ups and downs. But we are in a really fantastic place now, Um, and you know, we're actually spending time, all of us together. We've done this once now, where we we, we, went. went round to her house and we had a barbecue and that was really lovely and you know just like having a whatsapp group we're all communicating we're all on the same page we're having discussions about isla like it's just really healthy really lovely and look and laura and i have become friends that's amazing isn't it it's really nice i really really respect her i always have respected her you know i think she's a fantastic mum, and i'm 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 super happy that we can get to this point in in our relationships where we're all communicating brilliant I mean because you see so often when it goes wrong don't you and Mm. people you know parents split up obviously that happens very very common Mm. um and one one side will sort of try and keep the kids away from the other side and use them almost as a bit of a like bargaining tool and a bit of a like power thing and it's really awful it's really awful I think you know when you have children 
you're not always going to get on and you might you know might decide to split up but you have to put that aside don't you and you have to put aside what you think of that other person unless they're really terrible and you know you you don't want your children around them that's a whole different story but if they're decent people apart from what they've done to you or you know whatever that is you really have got to do it yeah you and I I think I think you're absolutely right with that. You know, if they're a despicable person and they've done something horrendous that yeah. you don't want your child around, that's that is a different absolutely, story. You know, but you know, even down to cheating, I mean, you yeah. and I have never been cheated on. But some people listening to this will have been, and we won't know how that feels, and we won't know the hurt and the anger and the disappointment and the letdown. And I, you know, I can't even imagine it. But I would like to think that I would be able to put our children first yeah go, exactly look this isn't about what you've done to me this isn't how you you know when you shat on me and you did that to me and you did that to me this is about our child exactly and a child needs two, pa- two, two parents if two parents want to parent yeah and also I mean this isn't even just if you're co-parenting this is at home in general if you argue in front of your child if, if you argue in front of your children they have to see you making up don't mm. they and so they'll know that you know mummy and daddy aren't together anymore and they're not living in the same house but they have to see you getting on yeah I think just because it teaches them so much about relationships even pickups and drop-offs and stuff you know I've seen it firsthand that changeover because you're going from one home to the other home and suddenly you're having to flip the child has to flip from one set of rules one set of morals to another set of you know another house different things going on different siblings there like they have to know that that meeting of the two parents is amicable and it's as friendly as possible without arguments and without silly narky comments like it's just if it can, it's got to work smoothly. And yeah. the person that we're chatting to today, I'm really excited to uh, to hear her opinions on this. She speaks firsthand about co-parenting and reports are she does it very, very well. I can't wait to get into it. It's Lou Teasdale. I love her already because she's already started bossing the uh, bossing our producer around going, could you press a little button on my phone, please? And that is a professional mummy influencer. Um, she used to be a hair and makeup artist. She was on X Factor for eight years doing all the hair and makeup. She toured with One Direction for five years with her daughter Lux. It's Lou Teasdale. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I love how you just got straight in there and you're like, could you, could you please just press the button on my phone, please, quickly? Instagram wise, straight away. <laughs> Sorry about me. No, I love you. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. We're so overwhelmed and happy that you decided to come on this because I know that you don't do too much. I know you do lots on your Instagram and stuff, but actually sitting on a podcast, I don't think I've heard you do one. No, I've never done one. Oh, love that. This This is good. We're your first. Yes. And you've come on to talk about successful co-parenting, yes. which is a passionate that I am a subject that I'm super passionate about because I'm a stepmother and I'm yeah. sort of going through it at home as well. And you've got a really interesting story, so can you kind of just give us a brief overview of what's happened with Lux and her dad and your partner? So um, my brief overview is um, well, I'm actually a single um, parent at the moment. I mean, I don't love saying single parent because I think that sounds like she has an absent father, which she doesn't at all. Um, but we're um, co-parenting and co-parenting quite successfully. We um, we separated six years ago, so it looks as really small. And um, so we've kind of really been through it, but we're actually really, really close. We're really good friends. We live really close to each other. Um, we've spent Christmases together um, with our new partners and things like that and it's just quite an, it's quite a nice subject that I was thinking would be nice for us to talk about because 
it's a relationship I'm really quite proud of. A lot of people will try and talk to me about it. A lot of people, even like um, playground mums and things like that, um, when they maybe have a divorce on the horizon or something like that, will try and talk to us. And some of the dads sometimes reach out to Tom, uh, Lux's dad, mm. to sort of um, say, I can sort of see this coming and how have you guys got to this point where it's it seems great and easy and um, which of course it isn't but it it doesn't need to be um a big fallout either mm. can we go back to the moment that you guys decided to separate so i imagine it was a very painful time for both of you but you obviously had this baby so what what happened and and how were those conversations you don't have to tell me why you guys broke up mm-hmm. but but at that point where you were deciding about custody and i guess how much she was going to see her dad so I was working so full time. Um, I my job was crazy. Um, I was on tour, like we just said. I've been on tour since I was pregnant, and so we got through all of that together. And Tom was almost um, the primary carer because of that. Tom was in a band and um, sort of put everything down for me and Lux. And so he was sort of the mum, and I was. The dad in in a traditional family setup. Yeah. That's what I would have been, and so I I kept trying to like look at it that way. So when we split up, kind of thinking about you know if I'd put my career down for a successful man, how I would expect him to treat me in this situation. Um, he would keep supporting me financially. Um, he would keep um like keep the respect there for me if he did meet somebody else. Um, you know, all of those things I tried to like roll reverse and a lot of other people around me um couldn't quite make that role reversal, especially men. So might sort of say, Well, why are you why are you still like contributing financially to, to his lifestyle? That doesn't sound right. When I would kind of I feel like if a man was doing that for the mum, I think that's mm. quite common. And yeah, they would of course. they would they would often just you know, carry on contributing and and making sure they're happy over there and um so I I would kind of look at it like that and that that really worked um and yeah he he needed from me what he needed from me and I needed from him what he needed from him and I think it was I think it's really easy if you're having a fallout and which you do when you're breaking up to pull Mm. back on those things as and, and use them as almost a well, you need me, so I'm not going to give you this. And actually, we we quite successfully removed all of those things and kept up with what what I needed from him and what he needed from me, and, and we, what Lux needed, I guess. Which, but which, of course, ultimately, that is what the child needs, and mm-hmm. we both have, um, we both respect that we both have um, her interests first and foremost. And I think when you start kind of using that or saying, you know. Uh, or questioning that so say if there is a new partner you know I respect if he's going to introduce somebody to her he's made that decision because he's such a good dad and he wouldn't put her in a position he wasn't comfortable with and I kind of respect that and rather than kind of peck at him or um be jealous or anything like that um and and we've never really had a problem with anything like that that is incredible isn't it so from the beginning it sounds like you were you know both very respectful of each other yeah and both put lux's interests at heart or did did it take a little bit to get to that um when i got into a new relationship i suppose that's when um 
it was harder because especially when you're a working mum and and if you work a lot so and where I was in my career I was working every single day I would very rarely have a day to myself Mm. um and you want to give that day to your child and so um trying to introduce a new person and when you're trying to get into a new relationship you want to give all of your time to that too um and so I suppose that bit was where it got a little bit harder um trying to introduce a new person because you almost have to choose between the new person and the child until you get to that point where you can spend the day with both of them mm. um, but that takes time um, and that and I wanted to respect her dad in that situation as well and not bring a new man into the situation mm. you know super quick I wanted to know where it was going first mm. and so I suppose that was a bit harder because I suppose her dad almost knew he was having her even more because I was spending some of my free time with a new man which was like quite which didn't feel it didn't feel right for me never mind for him because you want to put the child first had you told him that you'd met somebody new at this point yeah so so you sat him down and said listen there is somebody in my life yeah Lux hasn't met him yet or and how early on did you introduce the new person to Lux we're super straight with each other all the time so I would always tell him what was going on and he tells me what's going on without details um (laughs) but just so he knows because I don't and the same with the new partner as well like I'm spending the day with them too Mm -hmm. and I'm just being really straight about it because I just you know you just kind of grow up and you you just don't see the point in him thinking he doesn't exist and him thinking he doesn't Mm -hmm. exist no they all just need to know and then we can figure it out and um so just kind of did that we'd probably been together about four months when Mm. um but I'd met somebody else on tour so she would come out on tour so she did know him a little bit as well right but not as mummy's boyfriend but not as coming into the house and staying in the house altogether yeah yeah that's a really that's a really interesting moment in anybody's life I think I mean I've been through it and I was the new person Mm -hmm. and I remember meeting Isla for the first time and I remember thinking god I've met this new man and I'm falling for him and I know that I am and then he's got this beautiful little girl and I knew that I had to be very sensitive to that relationship mm-hmm. um, not being around too much when he had her because I wanted her to have time with him and then not wanting to upset his ex-partner and like, I was so, I've never even experienced anything like that so I guess even though it's it's really great for you guys to be communicating it's obviously like a minefield for your new partner as well yeah. because for the person coming in what I will say um uh, my boyfriend that came into our situation, he his ex had children, and so he'd been there um, with that. Right. Right. But with their situation, the ex was the enemy. Right. Um, and there was a fallout, and he was the bad guy, and he could step in and look after everything and be the man. Um, and actually, I think that was easier for him than my situation. Because he felt needed. Because he was, yeah, he he was the man and they can step in and do that if, right. if they want to do that. Yeah. Whereas coming into my situation where Lux doesn't need somebody to step in and be, be dad, I, I just wanted a nice new boyfriend to mm. go on holiday with and um, do Have all the great fun sex with. with. Yeah, and the, the beginning of a relationship <laughs> stuff. And actually... Um, with me and Tom having a good relationship and where sometimes I might defend him or um, put him first in certain situations, um, 
that was actually a lot harder than um where, where they, they might be yeah, the enemy. They don't yeah, like yeah, them. yeah for yeah. the new person coming in and so it's kind of being sensitive to that as well for mm. the new person and there becomes a time where um you kind of have to honor the start honoring the new person a lot more in the situation as it gets more serious and then i think if the ex f- has felt respected through the whole through the whole thing then they will step up and, and kind of say okay um he's he's here now and he he's not an outsider he's becoming a part of this family mm. and so i'm going to i'm going to do my bit and make friends basically yeah cuz it is strange cuz really if you met somebody new you wouldn't immediately think oh let's be really nice to their ex would you no you, it's a it's a funny thing for me like it's quite alien yeah um but when it? there's someone else, well, you know like if you met Jozza, yeah you know regardless of isla and and that situation yep. just say he just had an ex yeah you wouldn't think oh yeah i'll make mates with his ex what if he was still hanging out with <laughs> yeah, his ex yeah. and they didn't have a child together yeah exactly yeah, it's a funny concept yeah, isn't it it's, it's an interesting thing because you kind of don't want to look at your at your ex's past yes exactly. but when there's a child you're you're forced to yeah you're stuck you're stuck you have to it's a really really interesting growth yeah. Um, internal growth period, I think, when you're... Ha- and, like, I'm still growing with it because it's it's completely alien, like you said. And I yeah. often say that to him. I'm like, I'm, I wonder how you would be if you were faced with my ex every single... Yeah. You know, every few Put days. Put in them shoes. Yeah, them it's shoes. interesting. And like you say as well, like you say, you're still growing with it. I think with any situation it's super easy to fix it on or this is how it is now and this is how it is and actually it's always developing and where it kind of feels great now um you might have harder harder times you might feel like everything's great now and then it's going to get to christmas Mm. and you're going to have a big fight about what's happening on christmas and realize that your feelings aren't taken into account at all and it's really difficult again and then that can end up lasting if you let it, it can end up lasting another six months mm. just over talking about Christmas when until then everything's been fine what is the secret to fantastic co-parenting because very sadly we hear lots of stories um when there is a breakdown of a relationship and there is a child involved you know um it can get really messy and it can it's horrendous the stories that we hear actually are made by mamas by people being you know blocked out and access being denied and all this kind of stuff and it's it's very upsetting because actually it's not about the child anymore and you guys seem to have sort of found the Mm -hmm. way so what would you say is kind of key to co-parenting um, well, for us, it's it's a respect thing. And so he's really respectful of me and I'm really respectful of him. And yeah, sometimes with the new with a new partner, I don't know if it's more so men, but I haven't experienced it with a woman, but a lot of men do feel threatened by that other man, um, especially maybe if he's in the house or like we hang out as well. And so with new partners... You and your ex hang out? Yeah, so we're... It's a strange one because I wouldn't... If... I wouldn't sort of say it's Tom's day and sit at home on my own if I wasn't doing anything. I would just want us all to be together. Um, But sometimes I need to pull back on that because I do understand that that's like maybe a little bit far for the the new boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, But like at the moment I'm single, so we do that loads. Mm. Um, And it's quite nice and I'm actually quite enjoying it because we can just spend loads of time together. Um, whereas when there's a new person coming in, we can't do that as much, um, which feels a shame for looks. And so it's, it's such a hard balance trying to have a new relationship when because you end up putting them above looks, and it might be a new, quite a new man, and it, mm. it doesn't that doesn't like sit right with you as a parent. 
Um, but yeah, it's just it's just respect. Um, and yeah, over the years, I think if you settle settle out with it, a lot of people make a lot of threats. Um, and sort of use threatening behaviour with with parenting and just um, remove themselves from the same page. So some of my friends, they'll be going through something uh, with the child that's like disciplinary or um, teaching them something or they have to sleep in their bed and they have to go to bed at this time, this is what I'm doing. And then they go to dad's and it just all gets thrown off and then the kid is asking to be at dad's all the time and things yeah. like that. And you really need to stay on the same page um, with all of those things. Diets, um, yeah. Bedtime routines. Bedtime routines. Exactly. All of those yeah. things. There's a journey happening for the child that needs to be consistent. And so you need really need to stay on the same the same team with that stuff but it's quite hard to do it without being without maybe being patronizing or condescending or looking at your questioning their parenting as well which yeah. that's also you kind of need to respect that they're, they're parenting their way and your parent your so it's finding a balance with that stuff mm. I think they can make the relationship really break down because it festers and you can be annoyed and if there's a new partner that doesn't like too much communication then you're not communicating and all of it is communication so, so how do you go key. about making those decisions? So say you both disagree on something. I don't know. Your part, your your ex doesn't agree with a bedtime routine and just wants to go with the flow, but you're really strict on routine. How do you get to that sort of compromise? It's just a really hard one to answer because we're really on the same page. Mm. Um, and and if we're not, I kind of I, I do bend a bit with how he kind of thinks. Like he still has her in his bed all the time, and so when I would try and implement it because I have a new relationship so she can't be in our bed then that's that that's kind of been a battle but I'm kind that's of, a hard I, one I'm as just, well yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm just not whereas he quite likes it like that because he's on his own yeah which I kind of get that as well mm. like he and they're really close and cute and that's what I want yeah so it's like I, I don't know I kind of you just have to bend on it a little bit and she just can I sleep at daddy's? Can I sleep at daddy's all the time? Which then upsets me, but I kind of know what she's doing because it only happens when it gets to bedtime and I'm enforcing her to go into sleep in her own bed. Clever. Daddy gives daddy gives me pick and mix before bed. Damn it! (laughs) But they they do play you and like she she did go through a phase where she knew how to play me and and would say I want daddy and I would just give in and then I'm like God I'm being soft because. But she knows what she's doing, course, and she was like, they do. she was like four and mm. doing that. So I think you know that's all their games, and the kids will start playing games, and then you just really need to not let them, and then and you two have a conversation about it. I mean, yeah, go on. So I guess for me, like what I'm taking from this is if you communicate with yeah. with your ex, then you're a team, and your mm. your child will see that you're a team, and they're not going to get away with they playing, don't. Yeah. You know, playing you off against each other. I also I think I feel like I need to say this because there will be there will be men and women listening to this podcast who think well that's really great because you guys seem like you had a a good breakup I mean as any breakup good but I don't know the ins and outs of it but there might be people listening that have been through cheating you Mm -hmm. know anger all of that sort of stuff that's going on they're like I don't want to be in the same room as this person let alone co-parent with them and I think at that point it's really really key to try and separate in my experience what's some what's happened in the relationship and your child because just because your partner has cheated on you doesn't make them a bad mother or a bad father and I think that's really key isn't it of course and forgiveness 
Um, you know, yeah. I mean, forgive like forgiveness even in the relationship, even if it's removed from the child, because that issue is removed from the child, and and it's you you just can't hold on to that. I, th- I think you kind of make that commitment to somebody when you have a baby with them mm-hmm. that you you're going to have to get through it. And, and stick through it and we have that there, there was cheating involved with ours and we've had to get through it and we res- we still respect each other and that's what happened that is incredible yeah yeah wow i mean that is amazing isn't it, it? really because is. yeah it, i've seen it i've seen it sort of firsthand and i've seen how bad it can get and i'm we're coming out the other side and it's we're in this really wonderful place of co-parenting my my husband and his ex and it's just magic like we had a family barbecue the other day we were all sitting around there eating hot dogs together chatting and it was like this is what we've wanted for the last five years it's so nice isn't it it's so nice when you can actually do that because that person you almost become a little bit obsessed with them and it because it kind of the man kind of becomes removed and it becomes about the two women and it was weird almost like just wanna and there's so much satisfaction from from getting it right. We had we had Christmas all together this year. Um GG agrees. GG, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had Christmas all together this year, um, and it was the first time that we've done it. Oh sorry, that's my phone. It was the first time that we've done that and um I just said to the guys like we're just going to go volunteering because it was just a little bit too much even for me. What, so it was your ex, your... My boyfriend, friend. Lux's dad, me and Lux, and that was that. And my parents weren't coming round until later in the day. And um, so I was going to do a turkey for about six o'clock. So we kind of just had this whole day. And she's an only child as well. So Christmas gets a little bit... Like, there's this, like, spoilt child sat in the middle and actually getting bored of opening presents and all of the attention, which I don't... For me, that's not what Christmas is about anyway. No. And so we we went and volunteered and I, I made the guys go picking up all the elderly around Hackney for... You're amazing, <laughs> Christmas day. isn't she? They were, they were a little bit fuming uh, when it came to, like, taking some of them to the toilet and stuff, but... But they were fuming together. And yeah. They bonded, and, they, <laughs> and they bonded and they really, you know, humanised each other and realised we're all in the same family now. So, and she's going to tell us what to do. So, yeah. <laughs> and so it was kind of one of them. Like, they could kind of have a little eye roll at each other about me, which was quite nice. And then, um, yeah, then we had a nice turkey afterwards at yeah. home and it felt it was just a little bit a little bit of a nicer thing to do and her dad did text and say that was actually sick like I'm glad you made me do that it was a really good day well done you and Lux loved it so that was my next question so so does Lux think you guys will get back together when you guys are together does she ever ask you stuff like that well some people say this when when they're questioning it especially new partners will say it's confusing or it's weird um for the child um but i just think if it, they're entitled to opinion but i don't think it is um and i quite, don't think it is either but no, I, think just me. I think it's incredible I think, yeah. yeah a lot of people around us all we just had um a nanny come and live with us for the summer holidays and she she i, I know her through a friend and she um, was coming back from America and I said you can come and you can come and live with me for the summer holidays because that would be great for me mm. and um, I'm on my own at the moment and Tom's really busy working and she was just like this is amazing like I can't believe how how well you two get on like I, I've never seen anything like it 
Um, and quite often people will say that and, and tell us that it's, it's, it's really special and I feel really proud of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, sometimes when it's when it's a new person's coming in, they'll kind of maybe say, this is confusing for the child or, or whatever. But I, I don't think it is. And is it confusing for Lux? Does she understand your relationship with Tom? Yeah, she's, well, she seems to, but yeah. she doesn't seem to know any different. So I don't know. I hate to think that she would be getting um, ridiculed or anything like that or people would be questioning her at school, but she'll be quite... I like There was a couple of things where her cousin was like, no, your daddy's your mum's boyfriend. She was like, no, mummy's boyfriend's Adam. And she was like trying mm. to explain it mm. and they were like, no. And she was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess she doesn't know any different. No, does she, she doesn't. No, she... That's, you know, that's how it is for her. So, and I'll talk to her about it whenever she wants to talk about it. Mm. We, we do talk about it a little bit. Um, I feel like you talk about it a lot, which is great. Yeah, I, would, I, I sort of have that relationship with her and she, she she seems to understand. And like everything, even like the tour, and I was saying we took her on tour with us. If something doesn't work, we wouldn't carry on doing it. Yeah. And for as long as it feels like it's working, which I think applies to all parenting... And going back to work and travelling or being apart or all of those things, I think you can apply it to anything. Like, see how it feels, see if it seems to work for the child. And if it does, great. And if it doesn't, reassess. And that's all I've ever done since I've had her. And some things are really unconventional in our lives. And But for me, I don't feel a need to, like, make some shift um, because it's not sort of conforming to the norm i mean what is what is normal we we, we have this discussion constantly that what works for one person doesn't work for another person and that is the same for parenting you know no one child is exactly the same but i think what you're saying which is i love your kind of ethos behind the co-parenting is the communication yeah you know you've got to try and dump what's happened and you've got to try and focus on your children or on that child for the sake of them because they don't want to grow up without one parent around Mm -hmm. And looking after each other. Yeah. And looking after each other's feelings and looking after what each other needs from... Like I said, like, financial things come into it a lot, I think, with... um, In that situation. Um, And it's really easy to use money um, to pull back. Yeah. Um, And I think it's the worst thing that you can do. I think that, that, you know, if, if there needs to be financial support from one side or the other, I think it's really important to then keep receiving what you need from that person, which is just as important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also, for me, you're setting a really good example to Lux. Yeah, about relationships, about how to treat people, about how to respect people, about how to have relationships when things go wrong. I mean, there's so many lessons there. Yeah, exactly, Jude. Which are incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think that... I don't want her to think that men come in and out like that. Mm-hmm. and um, Especially know, someone like her dad. This yeah. is her dad we're talking yeah. about. I mean, God, she actually heard me the other day and I've called him a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even realise. She said, like, what did you just say about daddy? What did you say about daddy? I, was, I wasn't talking about daddy. Don't be silly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would... Uh, of, that's Apart from that story, she wouldn't hear me speak no. like really negatively about him or anything like that it's like really important I mean I I can only say in my experience but watching Isla at the barbecue the other day you know this this is the first time that we've all sat down and been together she's got a stepfather called Henry who's lovely and she was looking around and we were in the garden she was going 
look, there's there's mummy, there's there's daddy, look, there's my Zozo, there's there's Henry, and Aww. you guys are all together, and this is amazing, so and I've got noticed. my sister and brother. I mean, it made her day. She was like, yeah. when are we going to do it again? Maybe we could go to a pub and sit in a garden and have a drink. Like, she wants us to be... T- so we've now she? said... She's six. Okay, yeah. She's now said that she would love us to get together. She was like, well, maybe once every three or four weeks <laughs> we could all get together. And I think... I just know what? I think we're going to because I think yeah. it was so beneficial. And also for the brothers and sisters to all be around each other. Yeah. Like you said, we are one big blended family. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. So, so they have new- other children. So, yeah. So she has an, a daughter from her new partner oh, I so, see, yeah. so there's a sister so can... and then I've had another daughter a daughter and a, <laughs> and a son and a son <laughs> Kit and Luna <laughs> Kit and Luna I've had Kit and Luna so yeah she's got brothers and sisters from both and you know and we talk a lot because I think sometimes she comes to me and she says I feel like I'm the odd one out and there's only one of me and, and I'm like yeah but mummy and daddy made you with yeah. so much love, you're incredibly special, and she, yeah. and I was like, and you're the big sister to all the little ones. You've got to look you're after everyone. You're in charge, exactly. <laughs> but it's nice for Luna and Kit to yeah. get to know her sister Absolutely. as well, isn't it? So then they can all get on together. Really well, nice. Lux did have this conversation with me, and it was quite a sad one. And she said, "Well, okay, but if you have a baby, then is that my brother or sister or not?" Yes. And I was like, "No, she'll be your half sister or half brother." Um, but they're still the same. I'm, I want a full brother or sister, though. So you're just oh, let me tell have you, one with daddy. And I'm like, it's no. Not, listen, it, half this, half that. It doesn't. We never mention the word half. Oh, okay, that's good. No way. So what it, did you say, brother and sister? Brother and sisters. She's got brothers. Like it would devastate them if I started saying half this, half yeah, that. They're not half really anything. Sad. They yeah. live in the same bedroom. They yeah. share each other's dolls. They yeah. have a bath together. They are sisters and brother and sisters. You know what I mean? Like I would, ne- I personally would never do that because I think it do- it makes you feel it. It puts a bit of a wedge between them. Yeah, totally. And she felt like even having the conversation about it. Did she? Yeah. Does she want? Like, to, she really wants a brother or yeah, sister. Yeah. But at the moment. Mum and Dad are both just on the dating apps and keep seeing each other, <laughs> and keep seeing each other on it. Oh, I had a date, a date with you. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Actually, a question for you. How quickly do you tell someone new that you've got a daughter? Is it on the first date? Is it on the third date? When when do you bring it up? Oh, straight up. Straight do up. you, yeah. yeah. But she's all over my Instagram and quite often if I'm talking to somebody and um, they'll see that anyway. There's been a couple of times I'm talking to guys and there's some really good chat and it's like, great, and... And then you say you're gone and they just stop speaking. No way. Yeah, yeah, just totally (sighs) ghosted. Whereas Tom gets all the girls. It's like, like a, he, yeah. they love it. He's just put, posting her all day, getting <laughs> getting all the dates with all the hot girls because they love the single dad thing. Whereas for women, it's totally different. Oh, I mean, if anyone does that to you anyway, <laughs> yeah, they're not worth. They're not, not worth they're it. They're not worth speaking to. I'm like, all right, okay. How do you how do you how do you sort of navigate all of that attention? Because haven't you got something like 3.5 million followers on Instagram? Yeah, but they're teenage girls, so. It's not. It's that's, not really a dating thing. That is humongous. <laughs> that is isn't yeah. it? it can't be just three point five million teenage girls. It's yeah. got to be some guys following you. Think, you. Is that because of the One Direction yeah. stuff? Yeah, that's where my followers started. I think, I think um, One Direction was such a phenomenon. I think a lot of it. I mean, they were they were so good, but a lot of it was down to social media and the rise um, of them was alongside the rise of Instagram. Right. And um, and and I think that's why it'd be really hard to replicate that them as well yeah. because it was such a big part of it 
and um and so yeah so for me i was hair and makeup artist um and so i was always trying to build up my profile because we would get sponsored by brands if we were working with celebrities and things like that and it would pay us better than stood doing the hair sure um that's why i would kind of do that work and so um we we tapped in quite early on i had an agency with my sister that um this follower thing you know we can kind of maybe get some work off this and we can use it and we try and use it properly to show how we use the product and to talk to the brand about that and it was so early on that the brands really didn't get it and they kind of just had their instagram running their intern running the instagram sure but now they do so, yeah so now it's kind of like um it's big contracts and i mean that's all all i do now is instagram stuff really um but yeah, back then it kind of grew with the boys because they had such a big fan base on Instagram. Mm. So I just really worked on growing my following. And it, it worked for me as well because their fans were teenage girls and I was hair and makeup so a lot mm. and fashion. So a lot of my content was hair and makeup, fashion stuff, that kind of thing. So it really worked. It really translated. Their fans, it really translated for me. And so I managed to get sort of a new career out of that. Well, I mean, I think having spoken to you for the last... 31 minutes we <laughs> feel minutes in nine seconds. we feel that you should start a page on how to co-parent in yeah. the right way because Definitely. the way you've been speaking i yeah. really do think you're an inspiration actually and loads of people oh, need sad. to listen to this no because it's not easy what you've done you know you yeah. could have quite easily just gone well that's it then i'm on my own i'm a single mum. i can do this by myself and that happens a lot you know men women do that they shut the door on their ex because of whatever reason and the child misses out on having a parent and i think you've done the anti that and i'm like i don't even know you but i think you're a Amazing. Oh, yeah, I do. Thank you. Yeah. Now, every episode we usually finish with five products. Yep. But I think because you're you you know you've your background in hair and makeup, what are your yes. five favourite hair um, and beauty products? Okay, so especially as a mum, I quite often go out with just my tan and brow on, and that's kind of it. Tan and so, brow. Yeah, just do my brows, but I always have my lashes done. So as a person, lashes, brow, and tan. Yeah. Um. So I use the Tenologist Dark Water. Right. And it's just a clear one. It doesn't go on your bed sheets. It's vegan. It's my favourite. What's it called? It's Tenologist. It's Tanologist. Just, yes. Um. And I, you, you can literally I'm get dressed at you now, and your colour is incredible. Yeah. You can get dressed and just spray it on without doing all the thing, and. Do it when you're kind of ready and be like, my arms are quick pale and spray it on and it's just a water mist Love and it. on your face. Love it. And then you don't really need a load of foundation and a full makeup routine, which I can never be too bothered with. Um, eyebrows, so I use um, the Benefit Precisely Brow. We, we love, love it. Benefit. But then I use hair gel Ooh. to spike them up. See how they're spiky? Yeah. So I use hair gel me. with that. Yeah, they're very spiky. I yeah. can confirm they're very spiky. Yeah. So a bit of hair gel on my eyebrows. Um, Do you have your eyebrows um, threaded or? I just totally leave them now because they were overplucked. They're were a, they? they're really bad underneath. They're like they're amazing. They're the worst underneath. <laughs> you won't believe it. I'll show you a picture of it. Um, hair products. I don't really use any product in my hair. I just leave it natural. I have extensions, and I just like to not brush it and just leave it. And it does. This is what I call water styling. Which means don't brush it, just let the... You know when it's wet and it does that wrinkly thing? Yeah, if yeah. you leave it, it kind of sets it in that and they'll just leave it. Okay. So that's kind of all I These do. These are all very good time-saving tips. Which yeah, is it's what we all, love. Yeah, yeah. That, because 
when you're a mum and you just want to be able to, you do want to be able to do a selfie, you might, I don't know, cause I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all love a selfie. Yeah, of course you, you need do. to do like little bits, but I, don't, I can't sit there for an hour in the morning and get my day. What, what's, your, what's your best pinky nude lipstick? I always want to ask people this. I, I use um, Sexy Sienna by Charlotte Tilbury and it's oh, peachy. Yes. I use it too. Do you? Yeah. Oh my God. Me and my housemate, we go through at Sienna's like nothing. It's and the perfect nude. It is so nice. Yeah, and just, oh, we just go down. I'm like, have you got any Sienna left? And we can't find Sienna in the <laughs> I'm Penelope house. Pink. Yeah, oh, okay. that's Penelope nice. Pink. Really yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, really nice. And then any kind of, um, I guess, sort of creams or serums or any kind of like real sort of beauty diehard products that you love? Oh, God, I brands use, that you love. I use what my mum always used. It's called Anne French. It's really old school cleansing milk because I've ever seen it. It's really embarrassing, actually. Um, and I just like all at the moment all the nice water foundations that are super light like I'm getting a bit like I can't really have anything rich on my skin it makes me break out so yeah just super light and then just try and keep on top of every couple of weeks that's foliating and putting a little mask on do you like a sheet mask I don't love a sheet mask that just make my face all like this and then Lux just wants to take it off and put it on her (laughs) and it also looks like you're in a horror movie yeah it's too much Um, Lou, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. My first podcast. Yeah, That's woo! one of my favourites. Yeah, me too. I thought it was brilliant. Oh, amazing, Lou. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow, that was a great chat, wasn't it? Yeah, that was amazing. I mean, I can't believe she went there. She was so honest, wasn't she? Yeah, I mean, from, you know, from an outsider's point of view, when you hear about a situation like that, there was cheating involved. It's hard to imagine that you could get to that place where everybody, it's working for everybody. Introducing new partners seems to have been okay. Mm. Um, I think what they've done is they've really thought it through um, and put those feelings aside that they maybe had for each other, you know, hurt and anger, and decided, you know what, let's forget about that, let's wipe the slate clean and let's do what's best for Lux. Yeah, and she kept reiterating that whole respect thing, which I really really respected her for because it would have been very easy to go, look, do you know what... Or, you know, we don't know, we don't know the ins and outs of it, but they've really made that very difficult scenario work for them. And they spent Christmas together, didn't they? I know, it's mad, isn't it? I mean, some people are going to listen to that and go, there's no way I want to spend Christmas (laughs) with my ex. (laughs) But it's it's worked for them. I know. I mean, hats hats off to them. I I hope that anyone going through that um, will listen to it and think, you know what? 
take some respect tips. is key isn't it yeah and then take some advice and tips from it as well really hope that's helped you um, if you are going through it listen at this point in the podcast we normally talk about our five favourite products but because we were talking about co-parenting today I, I don't really think there are products around no, co-parenting communication no. is yeah. one of the things that we feel like we've taken from it just that ability to be able to speak to the ex and leave everything else alone so yeah talk talk it out (laughs) so we really hope you enjoyed that episode um as always please leave us a five star review yeah you can rate review and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it and we would as georgia said love a little five star rating if you could possibly do it and you can even leave us a review as well yeah and let us know what you think um by getting in touch on instagram at made by mamas or drop zoe a line at zoe hardman i'm there too and we'll see you next week for more chat around parenting see you then Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.